Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the fourth episode of The Traveling Chevaliers. This is Craig. And this is Jen. And as always, we will be your host today. I am really looking forward to our episode today. We have a couple friends who are going to be talking to us about a place that is on my list for us to get to, and that's Spain. So I'm really looking forward to seeing what they have to say about their trip and where in a the country they went. And another part of Europe that we haven't ventured to, but has some interest sparked more for you than me, but yep. I'm really excited to talk to them because I think it's going to give me a better perspective of Spain. I guess that's why it's not way up there on my list is I don't know a lot about Spain. So I'm really excited to get their opinions on things and the do's and don'ts to help us plan our trip. Yep, me too. And I don't think they made their way to Barcelona, but for anybody that's a soccer fan, uh, I'm in love with Leo Messi and Barcelona, and I can't wait to get there. Hopefully we'll get a chance to see a game at some point. Yes, and he got a jersey from them that's for right. his birthday. Yes, I sport my Leo Messi jersey anytime Barcelona is on our television. I thought you were going to say telly. That would have been funny. (laughs) Barcelona Football Club. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay, so before we get into our guest today, um, COVID again is ongoing for all of us and it's caused some changes uh, for countless people. We talk to people all the time that uh, have had to alter their plans of where they were going or or what they were doing and, and and we have been affected as well. We have been affected as well. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about uh, how that affected us and, and how we're reacting to that. So if anybody's listened to any previous podcast we've done, we talked about how we gifted two of our children. Well, that's our dog, Stella. So we're just going to roll with it because she is our lovely, lovely yellow lab. She just wanted to say hello. But anyway, back to our trip. We had gifted two of our children a trip to Italy in December of 2019. We were supposed to go there for their spring break, April of 2020. Obviously, COVID hit. We pushed it to August. COVID is still ongoing. We said, okay, fine. We'll go April 2021. Here we are again. It's just not happening. The issue we're running into is the older of the two is a senior this year. After this year, his spring break is going to fall into a different timeline than the younger one who is still in high school. We did not really want to go to Italy in the summer. It's just, it's hot. I am very sensitive to the heat. I, it's not enjoyable to me to be too hot, and Italy is stifling in the summer. You've really got to hit it April, May at the latest, you know, mid-June, and that is just not possible. So we had to throw some options out there for them. We can either go Christmas break in 2021, or excuse me, yes, 2021, or we can go to Hawaii this summer. Um, The one that is a senior, it was actually a little bit of a difficult choice for him. Italy is number one on his list, but he did not want to go at Christmas time. I I don't blame him. December is an ideal, but so they decided on Hawaii. With that, we did throw the option out. We have two other children that are adults. We threw it out to them that they are more than welcome to come along, but they did need to pay for their own plane ticket. And I'm okay with that. So anybody out there planning a big family trip, if you have adult children, 
they can they can chip in. I don't see any issue with that. We're gonna take care of the hotel. We're gonna take care of their meals. Uh, if they want souvenirs, that's on them. But I think yeah. paying for the plane ticket to get there, having a little bit of their own skin in the game, mm-hmm. makes yeah. it more of about them. So Hawaii, for those of you out there, does have some really great non-quarantine options out there. I highly recommend uh, looking at their traveling website. You can go to a lab specified by them, get a negative COVID test 72 hours before you um, have your last flight there. So say you the second lag of your flight is leaving from San Francisco, which is where it's typically for our area anyway. It has to be 72 hours prior to that. So we're, you know, banking on that still going on this summer or things opening up even more. But at this point in time, you could go to Hawaii tomorrow with a negative test result from their specified labs in their time frame and not quarantine and just go have your vacation in Hawaii. The other thing, you cannot travel between the islands right now. They're not allowing that. So we did decide the biggest feature for us was Pearl Harbor. That is the number one thing we want to see in Hawaii. All the islands are freaking amazing. So you can't really go wrong with a single island in Hawaii. So we are going to be staying in Oahu. Mm -hmm. And we decided this morning we bought a handy dandy travel guide. We took our own advice. And we purchased a travel guide book and we went to our favorite coffee shop this morning and we had our journal and we started making our plan right from scratch because we know nothing about Hawaii. Not a single thing. We knew Pearl Harbor was there. Yep. It's tropical. And there's volcanoes that you can hike and that's the extent of our knowledge of Hawaii. And we, we want to get the most out of this trip. We want, to, we want to relax, but we want to see and do things as well. And we want the kids to experience things, you know, in a different climate and in a different area of the country that they've also never been. Yes. Very excited. I might even step foot in the ocean. It might happen. I'm betting it doesn't happen, <laughs> uh, but I'll be supportive if it does. So, I mean... <laughs> Again, in the previous podcast, we, d- we discussed this. I'm not a beach person, and I 150% blame the movie Jaws. I was a child when it came out. It traumatized me for life. My brother did not help the situation. I mean, there was a span of time I wouldn't step on the sand at the beach by our local river that has no sharks in it, but I, he convinced me that sand sharks were in the sand along the St. Lawrence River. So it's a very deeply rooted fear of the ocean that I am hoping to overcome. It's That's very right. pretty to look at. So hopefully I can I can put a foot in this, you know, body of water while we're there, <laughs> while we're surrounded by it on an island. But we got some great planning done. We're going to stay along Waikiki Beach and Craig is not going to see the price of the hotel when I book it. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> we had to pivot. We have to pivot. Yep, and I think that's, that's right. really important when you're making travel plans. Things happen. Unexpected things happen. 
and you need to go with the flow as best as you can. And don't get me wrong, there were a lot of tears shed when we had to cancel Italy. It a mm-hmm. lot of tears right. shed. I was incredibly sad. I really wanted that experience with the boys for their first time in Europe to be with us. I wanted to see their faces, but I think Hawaii is a pretty darn good consolation prize. I think so. And I'm very excited to have that experience with them. And we're going to, and in the guidebook, I'm like this morning, we planned our day for Pearl Harbor. I had no idea how many things were right in that very vicinity. Right. So a guidebook, we cannot stress that enough. Get a guidebook. You know, and, and one thing I wanted to say too, is that we will be, while COVID is an ongoing issue, we will be traveling safely. And we recommend, make sure, you know, you get tested. Of course, you have to following the rules. We'll be tested. Mm-hmm. We're probably all going to have the uh, vaccine. We'll be traveling with our masks. So we do believe that there's ways that we can travel safely, um, but we really want to travel. And as we always tell everybody, never stop planning. So we have not stopped our planning. We have not. Not at all. And we are fortunate enough that a lot of the airlines right now are are being really great about flexibility, which prior to COVID, not mm-hmm. many were. Really, right. you bought these tickets, whether or not you're going, unless you bought the insurance or all that extra stuff that we never did before, you were out. So we're very fortunate that we do have the vouchers for the yeah. airline, uh, the hotel, we have a voucher with, we were not able to get a refund, but we do have a voucher. Yep. So we'll see what happens. Yep, exactly. Okay, so we are excited to introduce our guests for the day. And we have Jason Chilton and Christina Smuts. Welcome to both of you. Thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, I understand you guys are gonna talk to us about Spain. We are, thanks for having us. Perfect. All right, so I'm gonna start off. How did you book your trip? You want me to go or? I mean, I can do this one. It's super easy. We didn't. Um, Jason, we actually... <laughs> That's got, the best way, that by the way. That is the best way. That's the easiest way for all the listeners is to just not book it, have somebody else do it. Um, but Jason's sister, Rosemary, was actually going on this trip. She knew where she wanted to go. She knew where she wanted to stay. She pretty much booked everything. And she asked us if we'd like to tag along. And we were like, um, yeah, absolutely. So she had... The air flight, the, the flights, she had the uh, the villa where we stayed. She knew where she was going. We just basically packed our bags and went went with them. So it was nice, stress free. Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yep. she, uh, she does a lot of traveling. She's Italy, England, um, Hawaii, all over. So they go on one big trip every year. So mm-hmm. They picked this because. Um, they like the area. She didn't have to book. She had the flights and the villa. So nice. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. Everybody needs a sister like Rosemary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For lots of reasons. <laughs> so where did you guys stay? So you said it was a villa. Was it like along a coast? What kind of town was it? Was it a hotel kind of villa, or was it, it all by? It was private. It was in a residential neighborhood, um, probably three blocks. I, 
three blocks off the, the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. Wow. Um, it was, it slept eight, mm-hmm. eight people. Six of us went. We mm-hmm. had our own bedroom. Um, there was a loft in the, in the villa. It had an in-ground pool. The island we went to was Mallorca. So Palma is like the resort area. And we were on the east end of, in a town called Alcudia. Um, so we didn't, we were not at the resort end of the island. Okay. okay. So we were at the totally opposite end. And, uh, and the villa was awesome. Was it a residential area or was it like vacate? It was, was it clearly vacation villas? No, it was residential. People, it was. People lived, uh, these people was rented their villa for, mm-hmm. we were there for uh, 10, 10 days, wow. two travel days, so 12 days total was yep. a, a vacation, but um, for 10 days it was um, 2,400 bucks, and there wow. were six yeah. of us that went. Oh, wow. So it was 400 bucks a piece. Oh, my goodness. Super and affordable. Right. Yeah. Well, so so there for our listeners, maybe that's something to look at is, is private villas or private homes mm-hmm. if if that's the kind of experience that you're looking for yeah so what did you guys think would you recommend staying somewhere residential or would you have rather stayed at a hotel style resort what do you think um my personal was the residential villa was if you if you have a group of people it was you know cheap we rented a car my sister got us a car for 150 bucks for 10 days oh goodness <laughs> You can't get cheaper than that. No. And the flights were five eighty six a piece round trip out of Montreal. Mm-hmm. And um, on the way there, we flew into Germany, Germany to um, Palma, and then on the way back was Palma to Switzerland, uh, Zurich, Zurich yep. to Montreal. Okay. okay. So no, okay. I no, I recommend I recommend the the villa. It was nice because it wasn't a hotel. I mean, we could just jump in our car and go, mm-hmm. um, and we don't mind to drive. I did most of the driving because it was standard shift, and I'm better at that than Jason is. <laughs> um, Not surprising. So yeah, um, so you know, if you don't mind, or if you don't, if you're able to do that, if you don't mind to just jump in a car and go, mm-hmm. like if you're confident enough in a different country to do that. I recommend it. I mean, we just got in the car and went. There was nothing touristy about where we were. We just jumped in the car and went. Did our own exploring and tried not to hit the goats in the middle of the roads. And yeah. Well, I think sometimes that's the best way to explore a foreign place is having your own car and you can do it on your own time. Mm-hmm. Go where you want to go. Yep. All right. Tell us about your experience with the local food. The food was amazing. I found, um, when we were in Spain, my love of goat cheese. Um, I ate it every day mm-hmm. on everything, um, whereas I would have never tried it. And I just was like, we're going to do this. If I'm here and I'm experiencing all this, I want to try different things. Um, so that was my favorite. Um, well, the biggest thing for me was when you went to the restaurant, restaurants, if you wanted, uh, the meat was hanging right in the restaurant. So when you wanted prosciutto ham, they they would bring the whole ham hock out and they cut the prosciutto ham right off the blade. Oh, wow. 
right in front of you. Even the delis, all the delis you went, the meats were hanging right, the aged meats were hanging right from the, the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Um, Everything was fresh. Yeah, the, the food, the, well, I had pretty much filet every day. <laughs> 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 it was cheap and, and uh, good. I mean. And you found a wine that you liked? Can Yep. We drank a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> no. When you were ordering the food and everything, did you have any issues with the language? Did you order in Spanish? No. Or was so it all of the um, when we went to a restaurant? You know, we'd eat out multiple times every day, and every um, restaurant had a menu that was in English, Spanish, Portuguese, and French. And French. And the wow, waiters okay. knew. And the, so the waiters were really good. I mean, isn't it amazing how they know <clears throat> you're American? Yeah. Yep. They can yep. pick us right out of a hat. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So that's happened to us too. Yeah. Most of the restaurants were uh, fluent mm-hmm. in English. I mean, some places we went to, like when we went to the smaller villages, there was a kind of a broken. Pray for the best. Yeah. Um, but if the yeah. if the village was a little bit bigger mm-hmm. and it was on the on the coast, then most uh, menus were in four languages. If we were went inland on yep. the island, we had a little bit more okay. difficult time. Difficult. Yeah. All right. Usually our lunches were a little more difficult yeah. too because we would we were traveling and we were just going yeah. to these little dive places oh, that sure. were amazing, but they're but much not touristy. more local. Than, yeah. Yeah, and so I'd be like. You'd point it at something like and be like, tomato. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but so it all worked kidding. out. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it did. Good. And I tried lots of new stuff, so yep. it's, we're good. That is so awesome. Yeah. Did you interact with the local people while you were there? And if you did, what was that like? Um, my favorite interaction was um, like a farmer's market type. Mm. Um, they had, I think it was twice when we were there, like on a Thursday and a Sunday. And it was just like a local farmer's market where people would come and they would bring their food and everything that they made. And I think they could see us coming, so they knew, like, oh, we got to be super nice to these people. But everybody was just so humble and so kind and just tried to talk the best that they could with us. And I don't know. I love doing that, you know, hanging out with the locals. The guy who we rented um, the villa from was obviously a local, and he owned um, a bar um, yeah. Right there in the in the town where we stayed, so it was fun to go there because he felt we felt like we knew him mm-hmm. because you know we rented the place from him and he knew we were staying at his place and so they just kind of took us in and we're like da 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 here we are and these yeah. are our, these are our people and it was it was neat I loved it oh, that's great good yeah what kind of things did you do while you were there so my favorite part of the we we rented. Uh, a guided boat, mm-hmm. and we went and cruised the the island, and we went snorkeling, oh, nice. went, um, cave swimming. Christina didn't like that too much. I did she until almost, I was drowned. <clears throat> okay, because you had to yep. swim <laughs> under. Oh yeah. my god! Go up, yep, sure. underwater oh, and back no. up. Yeah. underneath the cave, and she came up a little short. A little short. And she hit her head underneath the water to, uh, and once you got in, you could. Uh, I kept my life jacket on from that point forward. <laughs> yeah, sure. So uh, we got the we part of that. We went to some beaches that you could only get to from a boat. Mm-hmm. 
Um, we went to this one area where you have to dive in and it was so the water was so salty that you wouldn't sink. You'd just buoyancy of the salt water was Amazing. just and it was super warm. The water was Mediterranean. Yeah, I was just gonna ask how you know, crystal warm. clear yeah, blue water. Sure. And you could feed the fishes out of your hand. Oh wow. By swimming and we went into these coves and swam. It was great. And the guide, the tour guide was his own personal boat and uh he brought beer and food and it was included. It was what, twenty five bucks a person. Wow. You're kidding. You know, there were six of us, but it was just unreal. I would have paid triple. Yeah, it's, I would have paid yeah. hundred bucks. Yeah, it's I mean, amazing. just what we got beer and food for twenty five <laughs> bucks. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he expect us to drink that much. Right. <laughs> he has no idea who's getting on that boat. <laughs> I was gonna say your story about Christina coming up shore in the cave swimming there was not helping Jen on her decision on whether or not to go into the water when we're in Hawaii. But you finished up on a good note, yes. so yeah. maybe that, that helped her. Well, she just wore a life jacket the rest of the time. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I got an embarrassing story, Christine, on the horseback riding. Right. But... <laughs> so you went horseback riding? No, we didn't, actually. <laughs> we tried. We hit the panic button and it didn't happen. That's okay. There's sometimes no, there's just was, certain things. We made yep. the, the attempt, so. No. There you go. So I'm more afraid of sharks than drowning, just to clarify. <laughs> Even though the chances of drowning are much higher in the ocean than, it, than a shark. You know what? But the water is so clear, you could see them coming for far away. It's so much more comforting to watch my death approach me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, all right. Would you guys go back? Definitely. We've actually already talked about going back. Would yeah. you go to the same area? I would do the exact same thing. The exact mm -hmm. same thing. Mm -hmm. Might be a different town. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Because every every town um, gets some type of tourist attraction. Yeah. Just Palma's like the like the Miami of, of okay. that island. You know, outside of that, you don't have. It's kind of niche of each town has mm -hmm. their own little niche, and they all uh, have um, marinas and beautiful boats every town has um, their own boats and huge yachts it's a yeah very wealthy island but for the for what we saw it was not very expensive to to vacation there and i feel oh, like great. we didn't see we were on the boat the whole time and we didn't even uncover yeah 10 days wasn't you know, enough, wasn't enough. Right. so really? I mean, we would as much as i mean we want to go to other places as well but i would definitely go back there in a heartbeat yeah, it's it's um, amazing. Europe is so it's so cheap. Yeah. It is. So well, that cheap. that one of the big attractions for that island is um, they average three hundred plus days of sun a year. Wow, that's astounding. That's huge. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, that's amazing. You yeah. know, you're actually right in the middle. You're just as close to the coast of Africa as you are mm -hmm. to the coast of Spain. Right. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. And there's a, there's a it's a chain of islands, Balearic, uh, the, the island of Ibiza is not far off from there. And okay. A lot of celebrities on there go back. Right, and that's the Mediterranean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have pushed it up on our list. Um, <laughs> tell us something that surprised you on this trip. It, that it was mountainous. That was the first thing I said when we you could just drive along and stop anywhere, and it was just mountains. I don't know why. I just didn't 
think I was like, we're like down in a valley of all these mountains. I don't know. That it was. It looked very. I mean, Christina was like we're go past you know to get up to each beach or each little town and windy and you're up. There are no guardrails. No guardrails. (laughs) 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 And the drop is three thousand feet. Yeah. To the the right. She's sitting on my lap, you know. (laughs) But um, for me, is uh, the biggest thing I first noticed was when we first went to a restaurant. They do not push you at all to get in and get out. I mean, two and a half, three hours to sit there and do a meal, you know? And they they keep wanting the wine, you know? And they don't come back. You know how a waitress in in the the U.S. comes back two, three times while you're there? There, it was so relaxed Mm -hmm. to just go in and they wanted you to leave whenever you felt like it whether you're there for three hours four hours or 45 minutes you know it was just so nonchalant you know we noticed that in in italy a bit is that you know dinner was an event you know and you were there and you take your time and and we didn't feel rushed that in italy either no and no bugs no No bugs bugs whatsoever (laughs) no bugs sold (laughs) our our, um, room at the villa actually had a door that opened out like onto the balcony onto the um pool and we just left it open like there was no it wasn't humid there was no bugs it it was just wow it was amazing yeah 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 that's really annoying there (laughs) um we're totally going with you okay Did you uh, find any mistakes that you guys made and any lessons learned on this trip? Did you find? Well, the one lesson that I learned is that... You're not getting on a horse. No, I am getting on next time. <laughs> so I, w- before we went, I, you know, you look up all the stuff you want to do, and I wanted to go horseback riding on the beach of the Mediterranean. Like, it was beautiful. Yeah, like I can see the movie how, scene. Yes, like how romantic, me. you know, Jason's leading me on a horse, and it's going to be amazing. And so he found me a horse, and he put me up on it, and I jumped off because the horse was... It was a tall it horse. It was big, and I panicked. I went into full-blown panic mode, and all I kept thinking was, I'm going to fall off and break my leg in Spain, and they, I don't know how their health care is here. Like, I don't know if I'm going <laughs> to have any rods in my legs. Like, and so down I, the rabbit hole you went. Yes, and that was it. And now, like, I, I was so literally so scared. And now that I'm home, I, I'm so mad. Like, that was that's my only regret and my only mistake is yeah. not actually doing that because it's the one thing that I wanted to do. But we went to a spa instead. Yeah. That was great, but... Yeah. That's pretty but wonderful. I, but I wanted to go on the horse. Um, Isn't Spain known for the, the really tall horses? Yes. Didn't Queen yeah. Catherine give mm. Henry Tudor a horse because yes. he was jealous of her horses? So Jason Sidebar, no, is 6'3", anyway. and this horse, like, his, was the back of the it back was taller of the horse than me. Like, oh, my goodness. And, yes, and the guy yeah. was trying so hard. He was like, you could sleep on this horse. And, of course, that was the hardest Language conversation barrier, that we had. Because this guy had no English and Speaking. so I was like, I'm ready right. to get down. Well, I handed him a 50 and said, sorry to waste your time. <laughs> <laughs> no. Lo siento. Um, the biggest thing I missed out on is I wanted to go to a bullfight. 
Yeah. And um, I could have went to one, but it was on the coast. It was on the in the mainland of Spain. Mm -hmm. We missed it by a week. In on the island. Um, they're a lot more regulated now than they used to be. They used to have them all the time, but now, uh, mm -hmm. um, so that's, I went to the, we drove by the, the ring where they have them, the big Coliseum type bullfighting ring, but um, that was my biggest thing is uh, since we didn't plan a lot of scheduling of the vacation and that, we didn't look as into the amenities of the, of the island and mm -hmm. there was a lot more things to do there, but the bullfighting one was the one that I, is there anything you guys wanted to add about the trip that we didn't discuss i think we covered quite a bit yeah we did it was amazing it was beautiful if you get the opportunity the mediterranean, go. The mediterranean is, uh, is out of this world any i i any island in that area probably would be um, palma's palma's a big like the resort you fly into palma and then there's okay. like the like I said, Miami, Daytona Beach. We, mm -hmm. We've done that, you know, in the U.S. So we went I, going to the other end of the island and just driving and it was great. Yeah, right. Was Truly enjoyed that, you know, jumping in the car. We did some things as a group, but yep. we took a few days of our own. Nice. We did our own thing outside the group. Yep. And uh, it's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, thank you so much yes, for, you for sharing your experiences in Spain. The new beaches were good too, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. They were, they were good. <laughs> we'll keep that in mind when we're planning the next trip. <laughs> Add to the pluses of no bugs. That's there right. No bugs and new beaches. Thank you. you got it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you both for uh, joining us today. We really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. And uh, Jenny, before we sign off, uh, why don't you tell everybody who we have coming up next? So we have our friends Ben and Jamie Favreau, who are going to discuss Jamaica. They have been three times, and they have stayed somewhere different on each trip. So we get to have a little discussion on Jamaica and their right. take. And Ben actually kept a journal uh, the last time he was there, so he has lots of notes that he can share with everyone. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that conversation, too. That'll be great. Okay, well, thank you everybody for tuning in today. And please remember to uh, go to our blog. You can follow us at www.thetravelingchevaliers.com. And please feel free to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on Apple iTunes. And again, the name is uh, The Traveling Chevaliers. And uh, we'll see you again. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye bye.